Hello, and this is Pondering Puton with Ajishi Otaro and Hachimitsu Boy. I'm Connor, and I'm here with my co-host, Neve. Hi, I'm Neve. And this is a lighthearted and uproarious comedy podcast that's dedicated to Eiji Nonaka's manga series, Cromartie High School. And today we are continuing our read-through of Volume 4 with Chapter 78, Galaxy Express 4-9, not 3-9, easily, easily confused. And Chapter 79, more nines, uh, Chapter 79, Journey of the Heart, uh, in which between these two chapters, we finally conclude our long several chapter uh, spanning train National arc. nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Unfortunately, that's not quite over yet. National uh, fantasy. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if the, the national nightmare is going to end anytime soon. Yeah. But uh, the train arc uh, of this manga, it is and it has, um, which, you know, aside from using the extremely overused device of train setting uh <laughs> was was really great overall i don't i don't understand why you think this is overused but whatever uh i mean aside from that though it was there were a lot of uh really hilarious moments and i was actually kind of reading through the whole thing uh I, I was like rereading the whole thing, uh, preparing for this recording. Because um, as we've stated before, we both prep extensively before the every Puton episode. And uh, this time around, I was just like, yeah, I got to review this whole art because I think there's some deeper, some deeper stuff going on. Um and I did. I found a few interesting things in there, uh, but before we go into that, I just thought maybe you could um, talk about like your memories of the of this arc, and what's really like the lasting memories that are staying with you, uh, like in your heart, you know? Yeah. Um. Did I actually read these chapters? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, if you didn't, I would be very interested to know which one, which chapters you read. Wait, did, did I read any of these chapters? Well, I think let's not get sidetracked by questions like that. <laughs> I think there's an easy way to know. And it kind of just goes back. Because I sometimes have that feeling, too. Um, I'll read some chapters of Crow High. And then it's like, it's over. And then it it's just so, the experience is so ephemeral in a way that, like, surprises me. And I'm like, did, was, did I ever even read that? Is that what you're talking about? Maybe. Cause that's the feeling that I have. And then it's like, Oh, I wish I had stopped and taking more pictures or something like pictures of me reading it. So yeah. I could look back and just remember 
because uh, my memory is really bad as well. Uh, I think, I don't know. We can speculate about that later, but it's, it's, yeah. I, so I have that experience, but I wish that we did something that documented our process of reading this. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little too late now though, unfortunately. Yeah. I think so much of it is just over. And we would have wanted to start it back in like August from the beginning. when we, yeah. 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 I always have that, that it's even worse when you're like midway through something and you have that realization. Cause then it's like, ah, that's like, now I can't even enjoy it. Cause now I can, well, I could start documenting it midway through, but then it's just like forced and yeah. it doesn't really feel organic as like an intentional thing that you started with mm-hmm. that you like had initially set out to do. Even if it was just us, like giving our thoughts sometimes throughout reading it, you know? Yeah. It wouldn't have taken one recording that somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been like, <laughs> it feels so silly now, now that you say that. Cause it w- that would have taken so little effort to do that. Uh, if we had thought of it and we just, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, now here we are. You don't even know if you read the chapters and I don't, yeah. I don't know Is if the, you read them. Do either. you feel like there's any way that I can like check within myself? Uh, it's, I, well, yeah, I think it goes back to that. Just like, do you have any feeling just, uh, a feeling like within your heart? When you think about reading Crow High, when you think about like the idea of these chapters, what is there? Is there anything there? Um, this is gonna sound weird, but I kind of feel like my because I'm checking my heart, and I kind of feel like my stomach's there. I think I'm motion sick. I do think I read read these chapters. I think I'm motion sick. Oh, you th- yeah, you think motion sickness was happened somewhere in here yeah oh i'm gonna drink some verners <laughs> okay could you open a window or something oh verners fixed it oh okay that's good yeah uh yeah because i'm kind of prone to motion sickness there, as well believe it or not there are no windows in the closet that i recorded connor oh god damn it <laughs> Those bastards. <laughs> they really set you up. Uh, this is like unrelated to anything, but uh, so I do get a little motion sick. There's there's two instances where it manifests. <laughs> uh, and yeah, this is truly just going off in a direction. Uh, so I get motion sickness on boats. So that's the first. Thing. Oh, and yeah. I, Me too. Yeah. Uh, and I really like scuba diving. Uh, so this can be problematic because if you want to do like an ocean dive, you, you want to go on a boat for the most part. Um, that would recently, make sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is sometimes you have the, can you just, well, this is highly technical, but, uh, sometimes you can just like, um, it's called skydiving. So you just get on a plane and you fly over the ocean and you just drop in 
you just go like straight down blast right into the water uh and that way you you don't have to you don't have to get on a boat but that's kind of that's for advanced divers um so and anyway i've avoided this recently because i've just been diving in like florida and my most recent dives uh but, but when i was a kid I discovered that I was motion sick when I on boats when I was a kid because my dad like back when we would always take uh, back when my parents were together and I was like taking vacations. My dad always just wanted to go to Florida. Uh, he's like obsessed with Florida and <laughs> never understood it, but he would always want to go to Florida and he'd always want to go fishing and we'd like just go on like fishing on a boat, like far out in the ocean, which I don't know why that's necessary, but apparently it was. <laughs> and so many of these trips, I would just be like horrifically ill <laughs> with a, with motion sickness. And my dad's just like, all right, fuck it. Like, <laughs> uh, we're still going like, we're just going to keep fishing. Uh, so there's a little bit of like, when I read this stuff with Takenochi, him being trapped on the train, uh, it does like genuinely remind me of being trapped on the boat. Cause once you're out there, it's not just like you oh, yeah. and your family, it's a whole like charter or whatever they, whatever they call it. Um, you've like There's- bought a spot on the fishing boat with all these people. So you're just like, you're on there. You're fucked. Uh, there's like no going back until everyone's going back. Um, and of course you have Dramamine and stuff, but I don't know if I just like, wasn't, if we were just like oblivious to that. I don't remember taking Dramamine. Anyway, the other motion sickness, uh, manifestation is this one came on weirdly. So, uh, I lived in Chicago for a period of time. You know this. Mm-hmm. And when I moved to Chicago, I just like didn't uh, ever ride in a car for like years. Uh, I, I went a long time without like being a passenger in a car, front seat or back seat. Uh, and then at some point I like started um, taking Ubers to work. There was like a brief period of time where I would get an Uber to work. Uh and like the first time I took an Uber after the long absence, I immediately got motion sick. And now I can't ever be, I can't be like a passenger in a car or else I'll get motion sick. Yeah. Um, I feel like Ubers too are just especially like, I mean, it depends on the driver, but there's, there's some drivers that uh, are not driving nicely if you get motion sick. <clears throat> As someone who yeah. also gets motion sick. It, it is a little tough in the city as well because there's a lot of starting and stopping. Yeah. I do uh, better in uh, the front seat of a car. Oh, yeah. The, the back, back seat, seat is hell. Yeah. One time uh, Sarah rode from, did like a college road trip with her friends and she rode in the trunk for like oh my God. three hours. <laughs> Or something. It's probably one of the most dangerous things that she's done in her life. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, I just can't imagine that. That, I mean, that's truly hell. The backseat yeah. is just very uncomfortable. <laughs> the trunk, that's hell. Um. Yeah, I've probably done more generally dangerous things, but I've never ridden in the trunk just because I feel like it. I would be miserable. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you wouldn't even. No one could even convince you to do that. Yeah. I I know people who have, but I've not. Yeah. Uh. Well, I've I've ridden in like the bed of a pickup truck. I used to do that. I guess. I've done that several times when I was like younger, but, um, and you know, that's bad too. Cause, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you get thrown out of that and then you're, um, you're basically hamburger meat. Uh, <laughs> anyway, oh, you and hamburgers, you and hamburgers. <laughs> speaking of hamburgers, I had some for dinner. Well, I had a half of no, one you didn't. for dinner. I did. What? Okay. I'm going to need, some uh it's a l- that's a little too convenient culver's okay yeah sure it was so you're just uh, you're just it, that was the culver's you're a little nearby, too quick with the, the culver's the culver's nearby uh-huh. did a like fundraising thing oh, for uh-huh. the kid my kid's <laughs> school where some of the proceeds goes to the school mm-hmm. so we went and i had after work I, I finished up some laundry that I was doing during work. Um, uh-huh. And then I walked to uh, Walgreens because I had to pick up some medication. And then I walked from Walgreens to the Culver's that is like, there's a Culver's close to me in, mm-hmm. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, not to like give too much detail about me, I guess. Right. But um, yeah, not to like add a bunch of detail to your account and to yeah. try to disguise your lie. Not to do that at all. <laughs> Uh, and then walked from the Culver's with the Culver's that we got. So, uh, Emily and I split a, a salad and a, a butter burger, butter burger cheese and some cheese curds, obviously. Um, and corn dog and cheese curds for, for my kid. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds pretty, sounds pretty airtight. Little, little too airtight. Um, so, Okay hamburgers it was pretty crowded because of the whole school thing so right oh yeah yeah yeah. don't forget that part that it was a fundraiser um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna cross examine examine you i think you've incriminated yourself well (laughs) enough there uh i can i I can i can get the flyer from my purse and mm -hmm. and take a photo of it yeah you should do that if it's really if it's if there really is a flyer then right. it's going to be the cover art of this episode by by t- cover you're drawing your own when i go and grab this connor so i have to mm-hmm. go to my purse to get it so you just fill that air okay i'll be back okay yeah i'll do that so whenever neve comes back i'm going to uh <clears throat> i felt kind of bad at like my hastily prepared uh comedy setup um you know the the riff where it's like oh we need a comedian to come to the the front train car uh and then we need you know blah 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 so and so forth and then last time i did one that was about hamburgers and it was like a complete bust because she 
detected it immediately. But it was also like I had I had just made it up in like the seconds before we started recording. So it was pretty lazy. So anyway, I put a lot more effort into this one. I think it's going to be a lot funnier. <clears throat> I've returned. Did you you got it? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Just read it off to me really quick. Uh, so Culver's, welcome to Delicious. Please join us Tuesday, December nineteenth, from five to nine or eight p.m. for share night at Culver's. Name of the the place where I live, uh, like the neighborhood. Uh, five to twenty percent of sales brought in will be given to Ravenswood Elementary School. Please mention or show flyer, uh, and then there's the address of the Culver's. Mm. Okay. Um, well, maybe we can make that the the cover of the episode with the the information censored out. Uh, also, okay, so I have another... I mentioned earlier I was rereading the the whole train arc. Well, before I do that, is there anything else you wanted to say about Culver's? About your supposed... No, it was good. ...dinner? Okay. Um, I sent it into the Pouton chat. Okay. So... Yeah, it's pretty pretty impressive forgery <laughs> you got there. Uh, okay, so I mentioned I had people re- saw re- in real time. I could not have just made this and printed it unless you planned the whole thing ahead of time. Why would I do that? <laughs> I mean, you tell me. Uh, okay, so I reread the whole the whole train arc. Yeah, uh, and. As I was like somewhat inspired on several, in in several ways. Uh, so the first one was I I came up with another. I was reading the Yamaguchi chapter and I was like, ah, oh, I just had this flash of like inspiration for another great comedy setup. Yeah. So it's a, it's like the same, the same thing. Uh, so you are like on a train car, you know the deal. Yeah. Uh, so first they're like, hey. Uh, is there an archaeologist on board? Okay. Okay. I think they're making burgers. Okay. <laughs> but you're going to, that's not going to be good enough. If you think that okay. you're going to have to keep account going, for, keep going. You have to, okay, okay. So then next they're called, they call for a herpetologist. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then third and finally they call for a propane salesman. Yeah. So they, yeah. they just, why need... would they need, why would they need that? It's well, hilarious. the propane, the propane salesman is obviously supplying the propane. Um, and the herpetologist and the archeologist are, are just there to make and eat the burgers. Mm-hmm. No, unfortunately, uh, just, you're lacking some imagination there. Okay. All of them perform an essential function. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a moment to <laughs> to ponder this, I mean, this quandary. You have this set up for like uh, a Jurassic Park kind of thing. What do you mean by that? Well, with the the archaeologist and the herpetologist, uh-huh. <laughs> right? 
Yeah. So what, how would that work? Um, while they're eating burgers, they're going to watch Jurassic Park and they're going <laughs> to ask them about how accurate it is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. Um, movie night <laughs> with burgers for dinner. Um, okay. So the other, uh, flash of inspiration I had, and this is also like, I felt bad because, uh, you had, you had written the haikus in one of our prior yeah. episodes. And I just like, I was kind of trying to come up with one, but it's, it's really hard for me to do two things at once mentally. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but I, I spent some time and I wrote new ones. Uh, so do you, do you want to hear, do you want to hear my, one of my haikus? Um, yeah. Especially since the horse has calmed down now. Yeah. The horse loves Jurassic Park. Yeah. You just said it as soon as you put it on. <laughs> the, as soon as that score hits, the horse is just like completely tranquil. Um, okay. Haiku number one. Fossilized burger. Carrying ancient disease. Whoops. Shoji ate it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, All right. so what do you what do you rate that one? Um, so let's see, fossilized <laughs> burger, mm-hmm. carrying ancient disease? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Whoops! Shoji ate it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This checks out. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. I'm like thinking that I'm going to just write like a cycle uh, of these, uh, like a haiku cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I'm, I've got, I've got two. So here's the second one. Hamburger disease. Ravaging society. God damn it. Shoji. That one. What do you think of that one? Um, that one was good too. Uh, one thing is there's a lot of like continuing of like the best haikus are like all three lines feel really unrelated. And so like, I like the thank shoji here, right? Cause like, that's not directly talking about hamburger disease, right? Right. Yeah. But ravaging society, hamburger disease, ravaging society is like a complete thought. Right. Mm, yeah. 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 Maybe I'm missing that nuance like, of the, like the craft of haiku. hamburger disease, society and turmoil. Right. <laughs> like now you're drawing the connection between society and turmoil. Unfortunately, uh, hamburger eight, disease. eight syllables there, but society yeah. in turmoil. What? No. Society. Society. In. in turmoil. That's seven. Turmoil. Is that three syllables or two? Turmoil. 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 Oh Jesus. That's two. Okay. Um. All right. Well, yeah. Then. We'll, yeah. I'll, That's we'll make my, that revision. Yeah. We'll make that revision. Yeah. Editors are important. Yeah. Yeah. You can be. Um. When I've completed my, the the cycle, I'll, you'll be my editor. 
uh, and then that can be our, that'll be the document for, uh, for our read through of Cromartie high school. It's okay if we start it now. So when do you think that, uh, the Hokuto core core joined up with them? Did they just like wait around in Kyoto and then the train came back well, and and then they got on rather than being like, you should, you're here. You yeah. Know? So that confused me because chapter 73, they're on the, the train or at least like Hokuto well, is. Chapter 73, they are on the wrong train. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. With, with Maeda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. That's, yeah. Um. That part's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the Takenoshi yeah. stuff is, is great. I forgot by the time we got to the end that this starts with uh, Takenoshi's just randomly back in. And on the train. Yeah. yeah. And then it's just on the train as like a funny setup because he's motion sick. But then that becomes the beginning of the entire arc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the whole thing. I, well, I love how it, it kind of transforms from, uh, like you're saying, and, and we talked about this back at the start, but the the train just becomes like a device f- to like torture Takenochi more. Like you bring Takenochi back and then immediately throw him onto the train. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like all of the permutations of how the train is horrible. <laughs> uh but then it like completely uh just becomes like a train arc. Uh and yeah. like abandoned Stakanochi almost completely. And there's also like I mean there's the interlude where we're on the other train, you know. Uh but yeah, then we get back to Takanochi. And then it just the train torments Yamaguchi, you know? Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, it's like the train just becomes this like symbolic carrier it even even torments the the ever hopeful and optimistic kamiyama who yeah. who like who can't gets, who can't it becomes the embodiment of his like anxieties about disorder and and chaos which yeah. i've reversed those words so i don't accidentally reference the prince album chaos and disorder but that would be so in keeping with the manga to reference the Prince album. Yeah. Okay. Kamiyama's anxiety is about chaos and disorder in underrated yeah. Prince album. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, wow. It's like, I'm kind of starting to see why this train device is so widely used. <laughs> Cause it's just so productive. Like you can yeah. do so much with it. And it's used in so much stuff, like everything. It is. Like, like those three things that you mentioned. Marvel movies. It's all over. Like every single one of them has it. Um, yeah. Every single Marvel movie is set entirely on a train. Or like partially. Um, yeah. All those fact Fast check, and the Furious movies. There is that one Fast and the Furious movie where they do rob cars from a train. They should like. Eventually they'll get there. Just the the train Fast and the Furious movie where they're racing trains. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You've, 
you're not online enough. Have you seen multi-track drifting? No, I have not. I might need to look this up in a minute. Uh, I'm just like pulling it up right now. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Why, why the fuck not at this point? Uh, I also noticed some like intriguing parallels. Uh, So I think like the use of parallels in these is really, Oh, hold on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I may have seen this at some point and just forgot it. I don't, does anyone know what this is from? Um, I re- it's from uh, Densha Today, which is a, a parody of Initial D, where the racing trains, and in this part, uh, like one of the the train conductors <laughs> like figures out a way to to transfer like half of the train to another <laughs> another track to do this drift move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Uh. Yeah, eventually this will will get there with the Fast and Furious movies. This will be after like this will be like the fifth fight, like last one where they put it out and all the marketing is like this is the last Fast and Furious movie. Like we promise, it's gonna be really emotional. It's yeah. the last again, one. and then it's like no, we're still making money. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, there's another last one. Uh, eventually, um. it's just gonna be like trains. Because there's the symbolism of the train, like the end of the line and all that. Uh, yeah. It's going to be really productive. So, I like how this is uh, beyond in the like schema of wild things you could do in the Fast and the Furious movie. Beyond shooting a car into space. A thing that's already happened. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the extensive parallels in, in this whole arc are... Uh, Thank you for joining us today. Next time we'll be reading chapter 80 from volume 4. You can find the full schedule at exploreaudio slash we've done schedule. If you have questions for us, please send them to go service pod at gmail.com. You can get early access to episodes of this podcast. Mother is welcome to our $1 patron of the network at exploreaudio and listen the week before the bill like feeds are $5. You get exclusive bonus episodes of a variety of podcasts on the network, like especially Coffee and Comic Books, a podcast where they actually talk about comics most of the time. You can find this podcast, please tell, or if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. You can find the free feed at exploreaudio slash futon or by searching pondering futon on the podcast type of choice. If you like listening to us talk, we do a lot more of that over at Ghost Divers, which you can find at exportaudio slash ghostdivers, or by searching Ghost Divers on your podcast of choice, you can find the show at Ponder Putin or just on Twitter, just at Putin on Ghost. You can find me at Foxmomnia on Twitter, co-host and Blue Sky, where you can check my pin tweet or pin shows, but not my pin ski because those didn't exist yet to find links to all of my podcasts. Where can we will find you, Connor? Y'all can find me at Rabelais, R-E-B-B-L-E-A-S on Twitter and co-host. The roaming theme is Ninga Nante by Yoshiro Takaro, and taking us out today is Galaxy Express 3-9 by Go Diego. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. Shadow.